0: And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Today, I'm in person with our guest, Mr. Cyrus Jaffrey. Welcome to the show today, Cyrus.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's an honor to be here.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this conversation. A lot of people hear us talking about the ancillary businesses that are here to complement our business and to help create a one-stop shop in your real estate team or brokerage. Uh, Cyrus was a monumental piece of that puzzle for us here in Omaha with KW Elite. And for that reason, I wanted to bring him on the show today to have a conversation about what an ancillary business in the insurance space might look like. We're going to talk about property and casualty insurance, as well as whole life, disability, health insurance, and some other vehicles that could drive revenue to your bottom line and or you could create referral partners. So Cyrus, let's kick this off with maybe talking about the creation of our insurance company, exarban Insurance, that can operate in all 50 states and what that looks like.
1: Absolutely, so Exarbon Insurance, we kind of got this up and running right before COVID kind of kicked in, right? So we had all of 2020 to really figure out how to make this work. Pretty simple. Exarbit Insurance uh, tailors to real estate brokerages, real estate big teams. And what we basically do is make sure that we have the insurance piece set up for all different real estate brokerages and different teams all over the country. Uh, We have 25 different uh, carriers, we call them, companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive. And our model basically is we find the right fit for every client. So. Mm -hmm. As a real estate agent, what you want to do is make sure your your person that you're selling the house to or buying the house gets the best deal on the insurance side, and we make sure we deliver that to be able to give them the best deal and be able to keep them for a long time as well afterwards, so not just keep them for a year and then they go find something else. Every year be able to keep them. So that's where Exarbit Insurance came into play when you called me a couple of years ago. Um, I think the model is absolutely great. And we've had a great year in 2021, uh, obviously a lot better than 2020. And we're looking forward to 2022.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people uh, don't fully understand insurance. Even when I talk to people uh, that are in the real estate space, they say, so what do you mean insurance? Like, how do you do insurance? And so I think the first thing that I want to point out is the differential between captive and independent. Absolutely. And so would you like to explain that a little bit to our listeners?
1: Would love to. I was a captive agent with a captive company. Your captive agents are uh, some of your companies like American Family, Farmers, State Farm, and Geico, right? Mm-hmm. They have one company and that's it. And when you get a client, you put them into this bucket called State Farm and there is no other buckets, right? And and, 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 and I was there for six years. Uh, it's almost like being in jail and this is all you got, right? And then I got out of jail uh, two and a half years ago and you're free and you'll be able to kind of place people in the bucket that they truly fit, right? The bucket that's best for them. The bucket that's best for them and the bucket that they choose, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, So that's where I feel like the captive channel has one option and that's it versus the independent channel, you have 25 options. The yeah. best way I can put it for you to make it super simple is, Our fiduciary responsibility at Exarbit Insurance is that we work for the client. We find them the best option. We don't work for the company. We can tell the company, hey, you're not treating our client right. We're going to move them over somewhere else. But a fiduciary responsibility when I was a captive was to the company, was to farmers and American family and state farm. We work for them.
0: Yep, we had to do. So when you were at that. State Farm, they wouldn't have been okay if you put it with Liberty Mutual.
1: Absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> but think about
0: that. Yeah. And you guys, as we listen to this, think about a real estate agent's fiduciary responsibility when we represent a certain brand. If you're an independent uh, brokerage and/or you represent a franchise, like I were at Keller Williams, and we were at Berkshire Hathaway. I never would have pushed a, one of my clients into a Berkshire Hathaway listing because I represented Berkshire Hathaway. I always was gonna show them anything that they wanted to see. But in the captive insurance space, and the same goes for the captive mortgage space, they are required to push their clients, your clients, mm-hmm. into their world, which is a huge conflict of interest. It's not what's best for the consumer. And so when we launched the KW Elite model, I like to call it the hybrid tech powered office of the future offering the consumer and the agents that work with us a one-stop shop solution. I wanted to make sure the agents had the option to um, introduce their clients to all the ancillary businesses that were pertinent to the transaction to give the consumer a second option. And that's the way that we um, semantically explain it to our clients as well as to the agents to help them support our ancillary businesses. We say, we understand you already might have a captive at State Farm that you like to refer to your brother-in-law, right? Right. Your, Your uncle, whoever it might be. And that's okay. What we want to do for the consumer is treat them the right way, the way we say we treat our clients, which is like family. And if it was family, we want to give them all the options in the world, and we want to put them into a product that fits them. And the thing that was funny, Cyrus, when we got in business together, I tested out the product. And so I was at Liberty Mutual. I love Liberty Mutual. Um, Their app is really cool. I like anything that's app-based. Their customer support was great. And we we offer Liberty Mutual as one of our products. But the thing that was interesting is Cyrus came over to my house We spent like three hours together going through line by line, literally an Excel spreadsheet. Because I wanted to compare not only the price, because everyone's always talking price, but the value. And in the end, he found through his independent channel and one of his 25 contracts, who did we end up writing? Uh, Nationwide. Nationwide. That I ended up saving, and I feel like the Geico commercial, I save like $2,600 a year on my insurance, going independent through you and writing with Nationwide.
1: Uh, Absolutely. I think what happened with some of these captives, Jeff, is They get you in maybe at a good price, right? And then every year it just goes up, it just goes up, it just goes up. Is it a bait
0: and switch? Do you think that they intentionally raise the price after you lock
1: in? Hundred percent. So that's part of their plan. Part part of the plan. They well they know once they get you is to I know that if they keep you for five years they know their rate's gonna go up twenty five to thirty percent. So their goal but is. But that to doesn't keep, happen every year. To keep to keep, no within within five years. Mm. Within, so there's it's automatically going to go up three to five percent. It just is going to go up, right? So that's where they kind of get you. But the, the the whole homeowners insurance side, which is obviously what you got to deal with on the real estate side, the the and, and I got this when I was at State Farm, was their main product was homeowners insurance because not a lot of people shop their homeowners insurance because it goes through them, through them, through the escrow. Yeah. Nobody knows about what they're paying, right? Everyone knows what they pay for auto because it comes out every Mm -hmm. month and you see it. Homeowner's insurance is through escrow, nobody knows what you're going on. Mm. And if your rate went up by 10, $20, $30 for your your mortgage, you're like, ah, maybe my taxes went up or something. But no, it's your homeowner's insurance have been going up for $360 divided by 12, that's $30 a month Mm
0: -hmm. for the last like, how many years? So everyone understands what he's talking about within escrow is you have your principal, interest, interest, taxes, and insurance, mm-hmm. and so under the taxes umbrella, let's call that an escrow account, there's a dollar amount that we know we're putting money in, and every state's a little different the way that they collect their escrows, yeah. um, and we won't get into the nuts and bolts of that, but a lot of people aren't paying attention. That's the bottom line, they're and they're not attention. comparing. So the thing that I found so fascinating, you guys, and if you cue in any, any point today in this podcast, listen to this, I wanted to own a business where I could generate residual revenue, So of course I was doing that with investing, something that you don't have to do while you're asleep, right? And it's building for you. The insurance business does that. And we're going to get into some of the details of what that looks like. Secondly, the thing that I wanted that was very unique to residential real estate was a business that could generate revenue without a residential real estate transaction taking place. And so Cyrus was talking about renewals. Every time someone renews, it's a 12 month contract, with property and casualty insurance. And every time it renews, we get paid a premium. They pay a premium, we get paid a commission percentage based on that premium. Well, somebody might be seven years with you and you're still making a residual income. But the thing that I found super fascinating was they may may have never bought a house with you, they may have registered on your website, you captured them in your database, And every 12 months or every month, you're sending them an email or a text message or however you wanna, whatever channel you communicate with your clients, and they could choose to use your insurance company independent of ever buying or selling a house. And so we now have a product that we can sell to the people that are inside of our database locally and nationally. And we have millions of people now in our database, and they can buy these products like insurance, and there's other products like mortgage that we could offer with a refinance, independent of a real estate transaction ever taking place. So start thinking about that as we sit and listen today. I, You know, my goal is to throw some really um, great information at you that might be applicable. If you have a database of people, yeah. all of those people probably have home and auto insurance on their current property, yeah, right? And some are captive, some are independent. Most of those people are not shopping every 12 months. And Cyrus, you would agree, most of those insurance rates are probably going up like you mentioned, 25% over five years. Yeah. And so what if there was just a simple message that you send on behalf of your team or your brokerage, reminding your clients that insurance goes up 25% every five yeah. years, click this button to get yeah. a quick quote. And that is something Exarbit Insurance does That's very true. well. Uh, we communicate to everyone in our database that, hey, compare. If you aren't already with us, even if yeah. you are, we'll take them through and make sure that they're at the right insurance yeah. company so that they have the best price, best coverage.
1: Yeah, again, goes back to the fiduciary responsibility being the client, if for some reason we quote them with all 20 of our carriers and my agent's like, hey, this person, his best fit right now is that State Farm or American Family, it doesn't happen a lot. But since it's our fiduciary responsibility, we'll tell them, hey, hang out there for another year. I know your rate's going to go up. We'll reach out in a year. Yep. Right? Well, you touched on that, man. There's millions of people and they all need homeowner's insurance and auto insurance, right? And they have to go get it somewhere, yeah.
0: anyways. I think there's a hundred. I think I just recently looked at this on Wikipedia. There's 120 million domiciles in the United States. Crazy. 120 million. I mean, there's 330 million people. Yeah. So I know in Omaha, Nebraska, because that's the one I look at most yeah. often. There's 180,000 domiciles, mm-hmm. and so Exarbit Insurance's goal is to cover 180,000 yeah. houses. That's what we want to do over time. Um, One other thing I want to mention when it comes to predictable analytics is look at all of the closings that we've had. I think we're almost to 10,000 closings over the last 15 years that I've been in the real estate business. We know the months that all those people closed. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to go in legally. I can look at all of those contracts. I know when everyone's closed. It's all in my spreadsheet. And I could have a systematic way where I send out a mailer and I make a phone call and I send Uh a text message and I send an email 45 days or 30 days before I know they had closed on their property with the assumption that they're a month before renewing whatever insurance company that they ended up going with. If they went with ours, we'd say, let's recheck, make sure you have the best rate. If they went with a competitor, I'd say, let's make sure you have the best rate. And the thing that makes me feel the best about this entire process is we're doing what's best for the consumer. And why hasn't anyone else done this? I haven't seen this done. Nope. Why is the traditional agent not acting like an agent advisor in the residential real estate space? The onus is on us to make sure we protect the consumer. It's not just opening doors any longer. If we're going right. to stay relevant and we're going to be able to offer value, we have to take it to the next level. And that's why I like to coin that phrase, agent advisor.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I mean you hit it. You hit it right on the spot, man. I think I think that these clients need guidance. These clients need help with the homeowners and auto insurance. And the other part of it is, I mean. On the insurance side, it's really complicated, right? Insurance is known for just this 60-year-old male. That's our average person that's an agent, an insurance agent in the country, sitting over there with a bunch of paperwork and stuff, and they're not being innovative, right? Like yeah. We are being innovative, right, with you guys, potentially sure. partnering with you and bringing uh, the best – coverage for your clients, for the best price or whatnot, right? So a lot of people, it's a, it's an old school mentality and games changing really fast and it's really good to be exorbitant insurance right in the front of it. <laughs> yeah, we're able, able to help millions of people.
0: Yeah, so. we, and I know for anyone that's in the insurance space, we'll share numbers with you guys. Uh, f- feel free to share with the audience for yep. those that are in the space, how much we're doing. And then let's, for, for anyone still here, uh, some people might get bored with the topic of insurance. I love it and I'm super passionate about it. Let's talk about how we earn inside of the insurance role. And then let's talk about how teams and brokerages can partner with insurance companies. Yeah. There's several different ways of partnering from strategic partnerships to JVs to actually owning and starting one from the ground up. So let's Absolutely. first get into, uh, earning.
1: Yeah, so uh, in uh, two thousand twenty was our first year, right? We kind of got going about April, mm-hmm. Aprilish. Um, COVID, obviously, so we were kind of getting things figured out. Twenty twenty was our first full year, um, and we did about nine hundred thousand, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars in premium. Okay, and so uh, just right? to
0: bring everyone up to speed on what that is, on average, correct yep. me if I'm wrong on any yep. of this, and I'm dangerous enough because I've learned a lot from yep, you, Cyrus. Absolutely, I think you said the average American household's around five thousand dollars a year in premium.
1: So, in the state of Nebraska, our average annual premium is thirty-three hundred. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking Long Beach, California, places, obviously, gonna be a lot higher, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we're thirty-three hundred dollars. That's with two auto ins- autos, because if you're married, potentially, you own a house, you have two cars and a home. Mm-hmm. Two cars are gonna be around that eighteen hundred range, and then fifteen hundred is gonna be your homeowners insurance rate. Mm-hmm. So you,
0: let's use easy math, and I'll even bust yeah. out the calculator. Yeah. So. Let's call it 3000 in Nebraska. Absolutely. and Our average home price yep. right now sits at about 250000 And Like you mentioned, yep. two autos that are each worth around 20000 yep. So $3,000 premium, that's Correct. the yearly amount. Most people never pay yearly. Most people pay monthly because Correct. most insurance companies don't offer a discount for paying not the much. whole year up front, right? Not no. much, not yep. worth it. So people don't even know what their premium is; they just know their monthly, correct? Right. So at three thousand—that's two hundred and fifty bucks a month. Correct. It's two cars and a house. Now nothing, right. right? And they don't even know that because it's in their escrow. To your Absolutely. point. Absolutely. So what we know though is when you say nine hundred thousand, I'm just going to take nine hundred thousand. That was two thousand twenty. Yeah. Divide that by three thousand. Uh-huh. That's three hundred contracts. Mm-hmm. So we were able yeah. to sign up three hundred people. Now our real estate company last year did about a thousand transactions, yep. uh, but I wouldn't say. I'd say about. of our business comes from our real estate company, and then the other 25% comes from relationships we've created outside. But let's say we're capturing 30% of the overall transactions. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about the income on it. So when you have $900,000 in premium, talk about how the traditional uh, captive insurance agent gets paid, and then talk about how the independent insurance company gets paid.
1: Yeah, so so captives are a little bit different. They're a little bit lower, so captives are getting paid anywhere between eight to ten percent somewhere in there. Um, um, and sometimes eleven and twelve, but but they have a right, a lot of like life insurance and investments and stuff to bump up their their rate higher. Mm-hmm. But their minimum is about eight. And our minimum on the independent channel is usually on new business fifteen percent. So mm-hmm. that nine hundred thousand times it by fifteen percent is what you'll make.
0: Okay. So in two thousand twenty, your yeah. year one payout and it's always a little bit two thousand twenty one this is 2021 yep, um and your payout's a little bit higher correct on yep. the first year absolutely so i think that that ended up being yep,
1: 900,000 times 15% yep
0: 335,000 mm-hmm. dollars so that's the the prof, that's the gross revenue that correct. comes in and correct. then of course with overhead and everything correct. i think we pretty, we you break even typically on your first year yeah. because you're yeah. compensating your insurance agent that's, that's selling it the year one premium absolutely typically that's absolutely. what you see and then yeah. year two, when the renewal hits, the renewals yeah. hit at about 12%. Yep,
1: right about 12%. And
0: that's yeah. every year that they renew, 12%, so 12%. If so if you
1: think of this client not as 9,000, 9, 9, don't think of this as nine thousand nine hundred thousand in premium. Think of it, don't think of it as 135,000 in commissions. Think of it 100, because we can keep a client for seven to 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that 135,000 times seven is gonna be what gonna bring in from the clients right. you wrote in 2021.
0: So here's the crazy thing. Let's break it down to a smaller denominator. Yep. $3,000 is the average in Nebraska and probably a lot of places yep. across the country. If you're somewhere like Long Beach, go to 6,000 yep. and double it, because yep. the prices are doubled. Yep. So at 3,000 times point, I'm just gonna do 12%, yep. okay? And, and this is the renewal, it's 360 bucks. Yep. 360 bucks isn't super exciting. Oh, cool, 360 bucks Correct. every year. What gets exciting is when you multiply that by 300.
1: 100%. And now we're at
0: 108,000 that's this year. So next year we write another 900,000 in premium and we're at 216,000 and our business is getting bigger. So the following year we're at 400,000. Then the next year we're at 700,000 and we bring in other partners and we're at a million dollars in five years. And the thing that I found most fascinating about the PNC property and casualty business is it is a three X multiplier as far as value. And there's someone you can sell it to. If you own a real estate team, you're going to be hard pressed to get a one X Multiplier selling your real estate team. If you're at an independent real estate brokerage, you're going to be hard pressed selling for more than a two x. If you're at a franchise, you can expect a three to five x, depending on the franchise you're at. So in the insurance business, when you build this book, all these six year old white guys yeah. that you talked <laughs> about, they're they're retiring at sixty five. They're selling their books at a three x, and there's mm-hmm. always buyers. Yeah. The three x is on based on the net. So if I have a million dollars coming in every year, there's a number of companies out there that will give me $3 million today and I'll transfer transfer all of those contracts over to that third party, correct?
1: A uh, hundred, there's many. I mean, right now, everyone's buying insurance companies. We could go sell tomorrow and probably get x because we're at our peak.
0: Yep. And in less than two years, we've built up a million plus uh, yep. business and premium, bringing in like 200,000. Yep. So you're saying right now, we could probably get seven, $800,000 for our business. That just took us two years. So I share this, these strategies with a lot of people and some people listening right now might be like, well, that's great, but I only sell 30 houses a year. How does this help me? So there's three ways to partner with insurance companies. And this can be a captive company or an independent company. The first is just simply having a strategic partnership where they don't pay you, where you want to make sure that your your customers getting taken care of. We've talked about the difference between captive and independent. Yeah. Find someone independent. Someone like Cyrus, someone like Exorbit Insurance where they have more than 10 products and they can compare the different products for each of your clients depending on their income levels and the cost of replacement for the stuff that they own. The second way is the strategic partnership where the insurance agent pays you. You can partner in a marketing agreement. Now they're not called marketing service agreements. They're strategic partnerships. I have these, these intact for a long time. Where an insurance company or multiple insurance companies would pay our brokerage or our team every month. And then in turn, we would put them on our website. We'd include them in our purchase agreement. You know, there was a number of things we could do for them. There's no promises that they'd get business. But of course, there was an understanding we would do marketing for them. The third way, and the way that I know you guys have chosen to partner with others is through a joint venture. Correct. Some type of a joint venture where it's either a limited liability company, Um, I know we've, for us, for example, we started from scratch and grew out. Now I know we can partner in all 50 states by um, bringing people into our already existing entity to be a satellite office. So why don't you share a little bit with the listeners what that might look like if someone today was listening going, yeah, I definitely want to make that a part of my business or they want to work towards becoming part of our world.
1: Absolutely. And we've done this with many, many different characters. We're, We're right now in 16 states, Jeff. We want to be in 50 states within the next... Two years probably is our, is our is our mark, but if a state comes to us right now and says, "Hey, we want to go live today," that's no problem at all.
0: And to, um, and also just going. to create clarity on what you said we can be in all 50. Yes. Uh, we've chosen to pay to be playing in 16. Yep. But the carriers, the contracts we have, they are in all 50 states. Correct. Liberty Mutual's in all yep. 50 states. Yep. But for us to write Liberty Mutual, it takes like what? A month or two a to go two. through the process Absolutely. so that we can then write. And we'll yep. only enter a state if we have a big partner in that state that needs I, us. And there.
1: that's it, because we have to pay a lot of fees and everything, right? Yep. To get our licenses and, and, and we have to find insurance agents to be able to get these people in place. Yeah, but our model is pretty simple. If you have enough uh, Buy size potentially, or, or 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 list size that makes sense. The cool thing is, since we're going to be in all states, when a person is going to list and leave, we'll be able to help them as well. Right? Both, Go to yep. different states. We're going to be able to do both sides. So I don't care how many numbers you have, but it's got to be a culture fit for us, right? It's got to be the right person that's driven, that's motivated. It's going to help us. It's going to have to be a partnership somehow mm-hmm. at first to get this up and running. We do everything, right, from firing. From hiring insurance agents, for bringing out of the Department of Insurance stuff to make sure that it is compliant from the contracts that we have to build up, right? You just tell us your number, how many listings and and seller sides and buyer sides you have, and we'll be able to tell you, hey, yep, we'll be able to partner with you. Here's what that looks like. We'll we'll give you a projection of what the 10 years projection net income would look like. Mm And the cool part is if for some reason, two years from now, you're like, hey, this was the worst idea ever. I don't want to do this. We'll be able to buy that from you. We do an we do a offer right Actually, out of the gate. We'll buy your book of business and yeah, see you later. Good, good doing business with you. But it's worked out really well for us. We've done this many, many, many times. Uh, and, and, and all of it, the, the biggest thing I've learned from this, from this whole thing we've been doing in the, last, in, that, in the last two years is there's not one place we can't go and there's not one person we can't help. Even if you're have only, you only doing 30 sides, Yeah, there's a way to make it work, let's have a conversation.
0: Cool, I love it. Um, I know for us, we really wanted this to be a piece that we could offer to our client. We wanted to help them through that process and that transaction, and I know that a lot of agents share with me in that sentiment. Um, there's a lot of pieces to the real estate transaction that have been overlooked for a lot of years, and it's time that we treat the consumer the way that they deserve to be treated, like family. It's the cliche mm-hmm. we say, but I don't think a lot of people live up to the expectation. So I think this insurance piece is a huge way where an agent advisor can help offer more Mm -hmm. value. Um, I know it's easy to run the numbers. We've done this hundreds of times with a lot of big teams and brokerages. So if anyone does want more information about a possible uh, joint venture or simply just wants more information about how you're compensated, whatever questions you might have, you can direct those to Cyrus. He's easy to get in touch with. What's the best way for someone to reach out? Do you have an yeah. email you want to share? Or?
1: Yeah. Email would probably be the best. Uh, Cyrus at teamcyrus.com and Cyrus is C-Y-R-U-S.
0: Perfect. That teamcyrus.com. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So feel free to reach out. And like he said, we can create a pro forma that shows 10 year performance. So based on your company, if you were doing five hundred transactions a year or just 50 transactions a year, and we can guesstimate, we'll take an assumption of 50% conversion ratio, um, average price point, and we can work in what your first year premium would be, what the first year commissions would look like. The thing that I love is a lot of people say to me, you know, Jeff, that's awesome. I want an insurance agent in my office. What do Mm -hmm. I need to do to make that happen? We're gonna work with you based on the relationships you've already created. Absolutely. We don't need to go you know, run just wanted ads on finding someone. We'll just use the people you guys know, like, and trust. And many times, if they're independent, or if they're not even, we're gonna be able to pull them over mm-hmm. and have them partner with Exarbon Insurance to be your exclusive insurance partner in your office.
1: And, and, and I truly believe independent is the way to go, and I feel like insurance industry is headed that way. For example, Nationwide, one of our biggest carriers, everybody knows what Nationwide Insurance is. They were captive three years ago. They saw the writing on the wall. Hey, everybody's going independent. We're going to go independent. Allstate has right. an independent site now. Liberty Mutual is an independent side now. Many companies, I truly believe American Family Farmers, all these guys are going to go independent at one time. So if I was a real estate person that wants to do this, I highly encourage you to find somebody that's on the independent channel even if you find a captive, they're gonna to wanna to move at one point one point, and we can teach them how to leave their captive channel, which is State Farm American mm-hmm. Family Farmers. We can guide them through it because I did it mm-hmm. and I can show them what I went through and do the transition and make, man, 10, 10X more money.
0: I love it. You, I know we also are open to buying books. So if you have an independent company that you wanna partner with and you say, oh, my brother-in-law would never sell, he'd never leave because he's already doing it, we'll buy his book at a 3X. We'll bring it into our world and or he can keep everything he's created up to this point, and then we partner in anything that we create from now moving forward. There's lots of ways that we can structure. All right, last thing we haven't talked about today. I think we've done a great job getting through a lot of the content that I wanted to make sure our listeners heard. I've yet to ideate on this topic. I wanted to have enough years behind me, and I always am one to believe in the under-promise over-deliver. So the reason we haven't really dove deep into this specific topic was because I wanted to make sure it was working well, and I think we've proven the concept. Doing over a million dollars in premium in less than two years during the pandemic, during the launch of a new brokerage, is I've never seen someone grow as fast. So I'm very happy with how things have turned out. The piece we haven't talked about is the other businesses outside of property casualty, like whole life insurance, term life insurance, disability, healthcare. Why don't you talk a little bit about how you felt like as a state farm insurance agent, there was a dysfunction in that you couldn't really be the master of all.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, a lot of you guys have read the book, The One Thing, right? You talk about that all the time. And 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 it's almost impossible because when I was with a captive company, like you're talking about, I had to do health insurance, life insurance, investments. I had to do life ins- life insurance, property casualty, bank, mortgages. As one person that's leading an organization, it's almost impossible for you to be it,
0: a, uh, average yeah, it'd be it'd be like an a real poor using yeah. this as the parallel who specialized in condos, land, um non-fungible tokens, <laughs> residential real estate, golf course communities, the high-rise leases, lease to owns, land contracts, oh. everything that it, falls under the real estate umbrella. You'd be is the same thing for insurance. You'd, you'd be you'd be dangerous. Yeah. In a negative way.
1: Yeah. 100% <laughs> yeah. Uh, chances of failing. So yeah we We truly believe in basically sticking to one thing, right? which is which is homeowners insurance for us. so when yeah. we when we do these things, our focus is homeowners insurance. But I truly believe doing the right thing for the client, which, life insurance and some of these other things come with it, right? So what we do is we partner with companies that do this, the life insurance piece and the investment piece, right? And since we have, a, since our obviously our agents have their licenses and it is compliant, we'll be able to share some commission back and forth. So your client is going to be taken care of because we are going to present them with options. And if they choose it, you'll be able to get paid.
0: So hundred percent. Yep. And I think that was really unique too. Um, when someone comes down the main office here in omaha nebraska on 178th and dodge street in the kw elite building there is an exarban mortgage company exorban insurance company platinum title company we have uh, a financial planning company that resides here and then of course kw Lee, and then a, a few other ancillaries that are here and i think that it's just a really unique experience to be able to have all those in a physical brick and mortar location But I was really um, perplexed as to how we could offer the best value when we have so many products that we can offer. And so when I first met Cyrus a couple years ago, he shared with me that strategy where we could allow Exarbit insurance to just focus on what we do best, which is home and auto and refer out everything else. And I didn't know that was an option to be able to retain referrals the same way a real poor would refer a real estate Um, lead and keep a 25 or 50% commission. Um, It's legal to do the same if it's set up correctly. Also, the caveat to this entire episode, I would say every state has its different regulations pertaining to how to um, legally enter into these agreements. Um, Every real estate brokerage uh, based on their franchise agreements Uh, also have different rules and regulations. So we'd ask that you please seek legal advice in your state. Please seek um, advice from your broker before entering into any type of professional relationship from a joint venture to um, a strategic Um, partnership, et cetera.
1: I I would would 100% agree. There's there's so many hoops you got to go through, especially on the insurance side, because the Department of Insurance has a lot of stuff. Same thing with the real estate side. So I would highly encourage that. And we have somebody on um as well that handles all of our stuff our attorney that's going to be able to do that for us as well
0: so. yeah and we uh, people asked jeff how was how easy was it to get started and It's really based on what does someone think is easy. Like, I mean, it's just a couple hundred thousand dollars in research and development and masterminding with all the top minds in the country, reading as many books as we could. And then I uh, we have an attorney on on retainer who we give a thousand a month just to allow us to reach out one time. And he charges it like six hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So everything we're talking about has all been vetted by the best attorneys Mm -hmm. and law firms in the country. Um, This particular attorney, which I'm not going to bring his name up today, but it might be shared by Cyrus when you guys have a phone call. He worked for Respa for over 10 years. Um, We wanted to make sure that everything we're doing, because we have a huge target on our back, because of this podcast, we've chosen to expose ourselves with an abundant mindset to help others. But when anyone is ever abundant and chooses to share, a lot of times that puts a big, big red target on their back. And so more than anyone, I feel like I have always chosen to spend more money on legal assistance to make sure that anything and everything we ever entered into was legal, was compliant with my brokerage, was compliant with my state, was compliant with the insurance. Was it called the regulatory body Department of Insurance? Thank you. And the same goes for mortgage, the same goes for insurance, uh, the same goes for title. So a lot, there's a lot of naysayers in every space, but including the residential real estate space, where when you bring up this podcast episode, you're going to have someone that's very experienced that you look up to that's going to say, no, you can't do that. Yep. And I've heard that sentence on everything I've done. Hmm. You can't have a podcast station at your office. You can't have a 10,000 square foot hybrid tech powered office. You can't spend that much money on your build out. You can't. You can do all of these things. We're doing it. It's vetted. Look at Ber- I like using Berkshire as an example because yep. Warren Buffett's from Omaha. Yep. Warren Buffett owns an insurance company, the largest I think in the in North America, yep. Yep. National yep. Indemnity Company. Yep. I believe is which is the one it's that he owns. Geico. It's Geico. Yeah. Um they own a lot of different businesses we won't get into the list, but they have it. So it's like why can they do it but we can't do it? Right. We're just the little guys, right? right? We're the peons. Um, but it's always the little guys that get attacked, I feel like. And so make they get attacked, I think, because they make missteps. They're not smart enough yeah. and savvy enough to make good choices when it comes to legal. So I put that in there. I don't usually give a legal disclaimer. I just don't want someone to go, oh, Jeff Cohn said I could go start an insurance company. Yeah. And they don't make sure that they vet it with their broker and they vet it with their state. So I've said it enough. I've said it three times. If I am ever put in front of a board or in front of an attorney <laughs> or in front of a judge, I said it three times, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think you're good, <laughs> okay. I think. Seek legal advice. <laughs> nice. All right, so I feel like we got into like all the things. Absolutely. Is there any little piece you feel like we missed in this story?
1: No, no, exorbitant insurance uh, is one of the fastest growing brokerages um, and, and we wanna help you, we wanna show you, we wanna guide you, um, and we wanna be in this with you together, man, because there's power in, in, in a lot of people together.
0: I love it, Cyrus. It's been great working with you. We've been in business now a couple of years and yeah. growing faster than I ever could have imagined. Uh, we want to partner with big teams, big brokerages all over the country, across any brokerage brand. You yeah. can be a franchise, you can be independent. We want to help you serve your consumer by giving the consumer options when it comes to insurance and not being forced into a captive insurance environment. And we want to help the real estate agent and the broker net more income by helping their consumer go find an insurance product that meets their needs. Um, I think the Real Estate Agent Commission is gonna be attacked more and more over the next five years. I've said this a lot of times on the podcast. Big tech wants to take the agent out of the transaction as much as they can. Uh, Keller Williams, I know Gary Keller stands for the agent staying at the center. I too believe that the agent should stay at the center as the fiduciary and as the agent advisor assisting the consumer in the real estate transaction. That can all be done virtually Um, But I definitely think the agent needs to be at the middle, giving that value. And as the Realtor Commission goes away to some extent, there needs to be additional ways for the agent, the team and the brokerage to make revenue. And I think this insurance piece is the solution. And everybody wins. Mm. The agent wins. The brokerage wins. The consumer wins. And the insurance company wins. Everybody wins. So if someone wants more info on this, please reach out to Cyrus. Again, it's C-Y-R-U-S, Cyrus, at Cyrus. Dot com yes, sir. also we like we'd like to remind everyone we do have an event coming up um it's in long beach california for any information about upcoming events go out to elite or simply go to growwithers.com. with uh, we'd like to ask for reviews we need more reviews on itunes so people can find this podcast just go out to the itunes app uh search podcast on your iphone and go give us a five-star review. Some people say they can't find it. Just scroll down, and you have to scroll down a couple, a little bit, and you'll see where you can just click on five-star and say something. So if this episode rung true for you and you want to give Cyrus a shout-out, say something about the episode that was most impactful for you. Um, also, stay tuned for our upcoming event this summer. Sorry, this coming summer in 2022, the Team Building Summit, and the website for that is theteambuildingsummit.com. Cyrus will probably be there. Absolutely. It's 30 minutes from the office, so... We'll see if we can get him to come on stage and speak about insurance products. You guys can meet him, shake his hand in person. Um, This is the event of the year for teams and brokerages. This event focuses on the 12 major pillars of elite real estate systems and how we built our flagship team as the fastest growing team in history, going from 70 to over 700 real estate sides in less than six years. We wanna help those that listen to our podcast do the same. We wanna help brokers that are at 700 sides go to 7,000, we wanna help those that are at 7,000 go to 70,000 and so on and so forth. And we're doing it. So we're not the type of people that like to talk about it. We wanna be about it. We have our entire real estate brokerage that's grown by over 500% amidst a pandemic, presidential election, all sorts of crazy. Mm -hmm. And we're still growing. We're not gonna stop growing because we're serving the consumer at a level they've never been served at. We're serving the agent at a level they've never been served at. And when you're serving people, you'll always win. Thank you, Cyrus. Appreciate appreciate you coming on today, brother.